Hello there, my name is Jessica and this is the Sunshine Girl podcast. Now on this podcast we deal with everything, life and living it, personal development, relationship issues and so much more. And so I'm hoping that you sit back and enjoy. A lot of this content has been repurposed from my YouTube channel, that's the Jessica OS channel, and it's repackaged and brought to you right here on your favorite podcast platform. And so sit back, relax and enjoy. Watch this before you pay for a premium service on your online dating app or all the money you spend will amount to nothing. What dating app do you use? The League? Tinder? Bumble? Dating apps are raking in an average of $480 million monthly, according to data.ai. Yet there are lots of people who are still living loveless. Now, before we go any further, do let me know in the comments below if you've ever paid for a premium service in a dating app. The truth is, whether you choose to spend money on finding love or not, there are many factors out of your control that will determine whether you're successful at it or not. Food for thought. The most confident, attractive, bold, and dateable people are not paying anything. So what are the 10 red flags to always look out for when online dating? Looking for love online can be a great way to connect with someone special, but it can also be a minefield of red flags and warning signs. Dating apps are no longer safer than meeting people offline. People often take profiles for granted and assume everything is accurate and up-to-date. There are lots of lies being told on dating app profiles when you're online. It's much easier to lie and misrepresent yourself, and unscrupulous people actually do this. There are many horror stories about online dating. The biggest in recent years is the Tinder swindler. All I'm saying is although trying to find love online is a great thing, just be very sure of what you're doing before you part with money. So what are the red flags? Number one, they have a suspiciously perfect profile. You know the saying, if something seems too good to be true, it probably is. This definitely applies to online dating. If someone's profile seems too good to be true, it's likely because it is. Some examples of things that might make someone's profile seem too good to be true include their model perfect in their photos, they have an extensive and impressive list of accomplishments, they make no mention of any flaws or shortcomings, their interests and hobbies are exactly the same as yours. How coincidental. Such people also tend to hide their real social media handles, so Use your judgment and be sure about what you're doing. If you want to see his or her social media, ask and observe the response. If someone isn't sharing their social media handle with you, they may have a significant other or something fishy that they don't want you to know about. Unfortunately, this is all too common in the online dating world. Number two, they don't respect boundaries. One of the most important things to determine is whether a potential partner respects your boundaries. When you're first getting to know someone, it's wise to take things slow. It's especially true when it comes to giving out your personal information. If someone you've just matched with on a dating app asks for your phone number or personal email address before you even get to know them, that's a red flag. Odds are, a new match who's trying to take the conversation off a dating platform as quickly as possible isn't someone genuine. They might be trying to scam you or they might just be looking for a hookup. Either way, it's a red flag. Privacy and boundaries are critical in any relationship, more so when you haven't even met the person yet. If they can't respect your wishes and your boundaries, it's best to move on. Number three, they avoid meeting you in real life or cancel last minute. 
after they've set up with you. So if you've been talking to someone online for a little while and they consistently refuse to meet up in person, it's obviously a red flag. They're also as bad as those who cancel at the last minute. More often than not, the last minute flake is someone who's habitually inconsiderate to other people. Your time and your energy deserve respect. Now, whether this person is conscious or unconscious that they're canceling at the last minute is problematic, it's not okay. This unfortunate behavior could be because they're not who they say they are or because they're not ready to commit to a relationship. Things happen. Sometimes we have to cancel plans, right? But every day though, there are plenty of reasons someone might not be ready to meet up. But if they're interested in you, they should be able to at least be open to the idea especially if getting to you will not be a problem. After all, it will help you determine your chemistry and potential for a good relationship. Another form of this is when someone always has an excuse for why they can't get on a video call. If a match is unwilling to show their face after a few weeks of chatting, that's a sign that something might be off. It may also mean that they aren't interested and maybe that's okay, you know? So catch the next person who is. Number four, seeking intimacy too early. So there are three things I'd like to highlight under this pointer. A, those who discuss sex before meeting. Now, this is awfully presumptuous and a problematic byproduct of modern day hookup culture, if you ask me, and it's becoming more commonplace. At best, it's a sign of lack of emotional maturity and it's certainly a red flag, at least for me. B, those who like impulsive sexting. If their opening line is an inappropriate picture or a quest for one, don't waste your time, whether that's photos, videos, or anything else. This is also a safety concern. I mean, you never know who the person is online and sending sexual content to someone you don't know can be extremely dangerous. Even if someone doesn't explicitly ask for sexual content, there are other ways that they may try to get it from you. They may make comments that are sexual or might send unsolicited photos or videos. I mean, it's fine if you just want a casual, fun hookup, but if you're looking for something more meaningful, then this isn't it. Sexting can be a fun way to spice up your relationship once you guys get something serious going. And even then, I would like to err on the side of caution. And finally, see those who like to Netflix and chill on the first date. Now, this is a clear indication that they're looking for a hookup. This doesn't mean that they're awful people. It just means that they aren't looking for anything serious. So if that's what you need at the moment too, then yeah, okay, go for it. I'm not going to judge, but don't have any expectations of this person. Let's move on to red flag number five. They're evasive about questions. This online dating red flag is a big one. When someone reveals little about themselves while in encouraging you to reveal your inner world, they may be gathering information based on strange intentions. The process of getting to know someone should never be one-sided. You should be able to learn more about someone as they're getting to know you and you getting to know them. But if they're being tight-lipped from the beginning, be careful. Oftentimes, people who are being evasive about themselves are hiding something. They may be married in a relationship or have commitment issues, right? That they're not being upfront about. They might also be hiding something else like a criminal record or a shady past. Granted, some people are guarded and share information slowly, but if they have a fortress built up, little information in their bio and aren't willing to share information, that's definitely an online red flag. Number six, asking for money or gifts. Now this is spotting an online dating scammer 101. 
I mean, if someone you're talking to on a dating app asks for money, gifts, financial help before even meeting up, be very wary. It's almost certainly a scam. Some other red flags to look out for include they claim to be in the military and stationed overseas, they're going through financial hardship, they ask for money to pay for travel expenses so they can come see you, they ask for gift cards. If someone you're talking to on a dating app asks for any of what I've just mentioned, don't give them any money. Number seven, rushes into a relationship too quickly. Mm-hmm. Getting too eager too quickly in a relationship is an online dating red flag. If you feel like the person is racing into a relationship at the speed of light, they may not be coming from an authentic or grounded place. This could be a person who's desperate to settle down with the first person who will take them in or a way to get over an ex. Odds are they're desperate and looking for someone to fill the void in their life. It's one thing to say I love you after a few months of meeting someone and it's another thing and to say it just after a few weeks or days of meeting. If a match you just started talking to professes their love for you before they even really get to know you or you get to know them, that's a red flag. And that's a cue you don't want to miss. Some of these people are psychos who have serious attachment issues and I would advise that you run. Number eight is the ghost. When someone you've been dating goes MIA, it feels like crap, right? But eventually, maybe you'll forget about them. If it happens early in the relationship anyway. However, if they're disappearing and reappearing for differing and extended amounts of time, it isn't a healthy sign. Of course, there are exceptions and people go through major life crises that may cause them to pull away from dating altogether for a while. But use your best judgment. When this person is fond of ghosting you, something is amiss. I actually have a video on what to do when someone who ghosts you returns. So make sure you watch it and you can thank me later. I'll leave a link to it in the description below. Number nine, over controlling. So relationships always involve negotiation, even in the early stages, right? If someone is giving you a demanding list of what they want or expect, that could indicate more dangerous forms of control in the future. Refusing to acknowledge your needs during an initial dating process is an indication that they aren't looking for anything serious, but rather maybe someone to control. And finally, the narcissist. So narcissistic abuse actually starts extremely subtly and then it blows up. And when it does, it can be a nightmare that you didn't see coming. It's quite easy to spot narcissists online. They simply can't help themselves. Now, some ways to spot a narcissist include one, an over-exaggerated sense of self-importance, that is. Two, an inclination to lie. They may start small and then the lies will get bigger as time passes. If you call them out, they deny reality and make you second guess yourself. Number three, after engaging them for a while, you'll quickly realize that they have an inability or unwillingness to recognize your needs and feelings. Four, they have trouble with criticism and get easily impatient and belittle others as well, making themselves appear superior to everyone. These are a few. But if you believe you're in a conversation with someone like this, you may not want to go any further or just investigate to be sure that they don't have a narcissistic personality. In conclusion, when it comes to online dating, take note of the flags and trust your gut. If a situation feels sketchy, it probably is. If you aren't sure if you're being intuitive or paranoid, request to meet at a place that's safe for you. If you see traces of any of the behaviors that I've mentioned in this video, please move on. There are plenty of fish in the sea. And finally, remember what I said at the beginning of this video. The next time you're considering paying for premium service, the most 
confident, bold, attractive, and dateable people are actually not paying anything to meet amazing partners. Are you that kind of person? Thank you so much for listening to the Sunshine Girl podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you share it with someone else who will find this information beneficial. I hope the conversations were great as well. And if they were, make sure you tune in again and subscribe to the channel. Turn on notifications so whenever I post a podcast, you're able to listen in and share once again. If you'd like to support this podcast, you absolutely can. You can become a supporter of this channel. Just search for it right here on this platform or you can find me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Jessica OS. I would absolutely love all the support that I can get. Thank you so much for watching and listening. I'll see you again soon. Mm-hmm.